And we're going to move on because uh, Minister Michael McGrath brought his access to cash bill to Cabinet. Uh, Craig, there's been some uh, concern voiced in some quarters about the consistent move to electronic cash transfers. Some of some rather exotic concerns about it, but some fairly practical ones. What's behind this bill? Yeah, well, I, I guess it comes out of, of the banking review in, in 2022, um, which, which put a recommendation on this. And what we're going to see is um, it's designed to ensure the continued um, <coughs> sorry, the continued use, use of cash and ATMs. Um, and, and I know just from, from personal use, from, from being in rural Ireland in some towns, it's quite difficult to get access to, to an ATM um, that has been changed in some areas. But this will lock it in and, and I guess it will also bring uh, the private operators of ATMs under the remit of the central bank. Um, when you talk about cash being being kind of eroded out of, of society, I mean, that has had a... There's been it's the groups, particularly in relation to older people, say that they've been impacted the most, that, you know, that older, older people are, are struggle um, to adapt to more cashless society. So I think from the government's point of view, it, it kind of, it, it keeps, it'll keep that consistency around cash in place for a while um, and ensure that there is availability of ATMs all around the country. All right. Uh, Palatobin, for people who have access to pretty good 4G, 5G signals uh, around the country and uh, an electronic card and enjoy tapping and, and going, uh, what's the argument for cash and why the concern? Yeah, if you can use tap and go, use tap and go. Absolutely. It's a fantastic system. There's no doubt about it. But the truth of the matter is about 370,000 people don't have a bank account in this country. That's an extraordinary statistic. Isn't it, it is an incredible statistic. But older people, people from lower economic back, lower uh, socioeconomic backgrounds and people from with lower education uh, backgrounds uh, are more likely not to have a bank account. And, you know, we've been to the fore of campaigns around the NCT, around the GEA, around AIB, when they sought to get rid of cash. And one of the, the images that really affected me was to see an older man go to a football match, try to buy a ticket uh, outside a stadium, uh, not being able to do it, having to ask people could they use could he use their phones and then just have to walk away. And, you know, I feel for a lot of older people who were cocooned during COVID, uh, who had their lives significantly curtailed. And here we are, in many, for many of those, making them more dependent again on people just to take normal actions in their lives. And Age Action and Alone and other um, organisations that support older people have been very strong in the need to keep cash within society. Uh, also, you know, there's more autonomy with cash than there is uh, with uh, electronic funds. Uh, people who suffer from, let's say, domestic violence, etc., if they have access to cash, they're more likely to be able to make positive choices uh, for themselves uh, in relation to that too. Um, I just think that you know we need like the NCT issue was, was was a shocking situation because people have to get an NCT. There's actually a significant fine if you don't have an NCT done on your car, and yet we had a a, a company on a state contract actually coming out and stating that they were going to get rid of cash uh, for the purposes of, of getting an NCT. And the other point I would say is, you know, you mentioned the great, uh, let's say, signals that could be out there for 5G, etc. Not everybody in the state, as you know, has that great access. And, you know, we're talking about two or three miles outside a typical provincial town and you probably will have difficulty in maintaining a 5G uh, service long enough to be able to you know, get authentication on the transaction that you're carrying out. All right, Timmy Dooley, people have seen uh, shop assistants walking around the shop holding the uh, payment console aloft, trying to get a good signal for somebody to tap their card on. In that situation, people would happily take cash and uh, happily dispense it to get out of that shop or chemist or wherever they are in, in under 20 minutes. Yeah, I think they would, but, you know, that's not the core of the issue here. It comes down to the fact that cash is legal tender. And there's still a sizable portion of people 
that like to have cash, that's their means of payment. It's legal tender and they should be entitled to do that. And really what this act is about is not about preventing people moving to following the digital trend. but It's about ensuring those that don't want to go there don't have to. And more particularly, the service providers, i.e. the banks, the financial institutions who are holding our money, um, don't try uh, to force people away from using cash if they're not ready to or don't want to. Well, there uh, was a time you could gather up your coins. This is a, a bordering on, on a dangerous nostalgia fest here, but you could, you could bag your coins in denominations. They'd weigh them in the bank and they'd give you notes out over the counter. Now you have to go into a supermarket, pour them into a machine, and there's a massive commission taken. I mean, one of the biggest impediments to making cash, he said, warming to his team, are those machines that take a big slice of it. I accept that and I notice now one of the measures which the government is bringing forward which will be coming along very soon you can bring back your cans and bottles and you're going to get uh, a cash equivalent again in, in shops something like we had previously no but I mean it, the, the real the real issue here is about ensuring that financial institutions don't <coughs> force digitisation on customers that don't want to go there there are many who will never go back to cash they tap and go and they're happy with it and I suspect over time there will be less and less using cash but it's about ensuring that as Pather has rightly identified those that may be vulnerable in the first instance, those that may be older and have decided for the rest of their life they're not going to become part of the digital world. They've had every entitlement not to be forced to do that. So this is about a protection uh, of consumer rights, really in the first instance, and ensuring that the service provision is to a level as well. And that's what's really important here. Um, It's not just about having an ATM in close proximity. It's about ensuring that it's working. And it's working to a high degree of the time rather than we see the and out of that, service. That's one of the provisions in the, in, in <clears> the bill, isn't it, uh, Rory Amoroku, that uh, the machines would have to be maintained. And even um, I heard the Minister for Finance speaking on Morning Ireland yep. this morning saying that a mix of note denominations would be prescribed so that people, people aren't just going to be hit with a bunch uh, uh, of 50s yeah, if uh, they even have that in their account. Uh, and there was talk in relation to ensuring that it would be a sufficient amount of uh, um, machines and some of them would be available like 24-7. Now, because look, we've all had the case as well where you wanted to get 20 quid to put into somebody's birthday card or whatever and you had to run around three or four ATMs and that's now, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's obviously, it's it's late to the day. This is an issue that Pierre Stardy would have brought up and even Chris McManus dealing with the uh, ECB and the European Commission in relation to, and, and but we really need to, I suppose, see the detail in relation to what the government's talking about from a point of view of delivering all of that because here, it's there's no point us having like a certain ratio of ATMs, them being closed, them not having enough money in them. Um, and and the, the, yeah, the pressure has to be put back on the banks. And, and look, I, I suppose some of this has also, it's not just what the GAA and others have done in the sense of moving for handiness sake from their point of view um, to cashless. It's also it's it's also the fact we had the fear when AIB looked like they were going to close, you know what I mean, a huge amount of branches across rural Ireland. And um, like... We, Access, the fact is, people, people, no, that's it. People access have a right to cash. to cash. An awful lot of people find it a lot easier to use. There's an awful lot of people who still don't have good broadband, as has been said before. So we need to be able to facilitate them. The only way to do that is ensure that this legislation deals with everything. We would need to see it as soon as possible and we need to make sure that we do a fair amount of due diligence because there's no point half doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the banks have been nudging uh, people away from cash significantly over the last while by putting up cash handling costs. Nudging uh, people with, out with, of banks with, too. Within, within banks. <laughs> 
So, you know, they've been trying to, to reduce the level because of course... This is banks, small business bringing, yeah, getting cash from business and bringing, and bringing, bringing cash into, into the, the banks. banks. They've been yeah. making it more difficult and it has to be understood that banks have doubled their profits last year. So they're, they're in good fettle at the moment. They can afford to, to do this. There's, there's also an argument made that, you know, um, cash leads to crime. So for example, that you, you know, if you, you need cash to pay drug dealers, etc. But the truth of the matter is, there's actually probably more crime happening now within with cyber cat money than than there is with hard cash in terms of you know businesses have been scammed out of 300 million euros just in the last yeah. year and you know every single day people are seeing uh, scamming uh, texts and and whatsapps coming into their phones so whichever way you deal with money there'll always be people who will seek to scam the money and to create crime out of it. And there's also the necessity as well in case there's a, a cyber attack on, on the infrastructure yeah. that underpins mm. uh, digital currencies as well. So. Yeah. And, and also, I will say, like cash does help you control your spending. It is easier sometimes to understand how much you're actually spending if you're handing over physical cash than if you're tapping away. All right. Where, what prompted uh, this particular bill? Because I know that the, the European Union was talking about having a, a digital euro and, uh, and and moving in that direction. But also was at pains to point out, Mairead McGuinness, the European Commissioner, said that uh, it would ensure access to cash. And the other uh, concern about electronic transactions online was the issue around privacy, that people were fearing that their uh, spending habits could be tracked and uh, their preference for cash was that it, it was part of just their right to privacy. Yeah, I just think there was a concern that the banks were, were, were forcing the issue um, to uh, certain cohorts of, 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 of the public who, quite frankly, wanted to continue to use cash. And, you know, the arguments have been made about reduction in costs from their perspective and we'd seen the banks go through the various now different... What about state services, ensuring you can pay for your passport, pay for your NCT pay for, you know, motor taxation, any of these things in cash that the state of all uh, agencies in the state should be able to, you know, say, well, you can pay for anything in cash here and we'll accept legal tender. And and I think that should be the case. Uh, I've made that point on a number of occasions. However, there are times where it's not necessarily always the easiest. I just think in terms of a passport, we certainly know that doing it online gets you your passport an awful lot more quickly than going through uh, a slower process by posting in your services and putting a cheque with it or whatever. Um, but, but I think by and large, it's about ensuring that people have access to the services that they wish and they can pay for them uh, in cash if that's what they so desire. Uh, Rory O'Murakou, the uh, it doesn't sound like there's going to be any uh, particular opposition uh, to this move. Are there any other provisions that you think are, are missing from it or is it is it good as is? Well, here, as I say, we'll see the ins and outs and all the detail and we just need to make sure that we have, as we say, we have enough operating cash. Or the, the cap- Here's what we're talking about, that everyone has the capacity that they can operate in cash as they may want to. And again, a lot of people are happy to tap and go. You know what I mean? It makes life easier for an awful lot of people, but not everybody's going to be tech savvy. Not everybody's going to, um, not everybody's going to have a good broadband service and all those other issues. So therefore, right. we just need to ensure <coughs> that you have a capacity. Yeah, and there will be instances like Timmy talked about, where for like a plan for your passport, you should have the facility to be able to do it in cash. But if there is a cashless scenario that is, you know, an easier way to do it and does it faster, that that's that's fine. Oh, there, there there are limits to to people's ability uh, to use cash. I remember there was a debate in the European Parliament the guts of 20 years ago people talking about there being too many 500 euro notes in circulation because of the amount of, of money that could be transported across borders in cash and there are concerns 
uh, about the use of cash on that front. Law enforcement agencies, not in the crypto realm, but in certainly uh, electronic transactions, may like the fact that they have access to recorded transfers. Yeah, there's no doubt that uh, if you're looking from a, a law enforcement perspective and as I think Pather identified earlier on, dealings with the activities uh, of the criminal fraternity, um, it's, it's, it's probably easier for them to move cash around, but they've certainly been able to use the electronic means uh, of scamming people as well. So I, I don't think there's any hard and fast rules there that you're going to be able to block um, that illicit trade. Um, so I think you've got an error on the side of caution and you've got to look the impact on the citizens in the first instance. Law enforcement has to be able to put in place their own systems of tracing those individuals and trying to, to block it. But as I said, they use cash, they use electronic means. They, they, yeah. they right. People, people who've, who've lost out in a big way on this have been rough sleepers and homeless people mm-hmm. who on the street are, are looking for money. The amount of people who walk mm-hmm. past rough sleepers patting their pockets saying, I'm sorry, I only have cards. They're myself. T- tips. A few occasions. People uh, who make a living out of tips, for example, can find it uh, harder to, to, to get. Um, you know, collections that people make on the, on the street, charities. Some of them have um, gone around it, obviously. They have Church, solutions. church collections now have Church an electronic game. tap. Some do, some do. A GA club in my constituency back in Lissy Casey, I was going into Talty's shop last Saturday morning and the lads were outside doing the lotto. Uh, and to my surprise, they had a, an electronic um, kit, very simple thing attached to their telephone. And I was able to make a contribution and I suspect that'll become a feature of many other many other clubs. You might see a child with an inbuilt cash uh, acceptance <laughs> device built into a rosette yeah. <laughs> come May this year maybe yeah, looking, yeah, yeah. calling around the, the, the neighbour's door. Sorry Rory Amorico you wanted to come in no, on No, no it was just a follow up in, in, in relation to yeah criminals will use whatever they can and, and I suppose the big thing is we want people to be able to go and make small purchases with cash. At the end of the day no one's talking about facilitating that you would go in and you would buy a high end sports car with cash and nobody would ask where the money came from and as long as we have the necessary legislation in relation to shutting that down on an international basis whether we're talking about cash or whether we're talking by electronic means and look criminals have been probably a lot more adept at using technology um, than law enforcement has been at chasing them